Thank you for listening to On The Lift Podcast, a Runaway Dumpster production. Live from Greenwater Studios, this is On The Lift Podcast, your weekly show that is ultimately about skiing. This is the show that ducks the rope, earns some turns, dances in ski boots, poaches hot tubs, closes the bar, and still makes it on the first chair. Here's your hosts, two dudes who rip the pow, shred the gnar, and tell the tales, Lance Hester and Michael Gore. Thanks again for listening to On The Lift Podcast. Whether you're new listening to us or you've been with us for the past couple months, uh, we'd love to have you listening to the show. We like to talk about skiing, have some fun, share some stories, and uh, check us out online at www.ontheliftpodcast.com. All right, Mike, what mountain are we heading up today? Well, Lance, we're on the lift, and we are heading up to the top of Mount Skiing in the summer. All right. You don't get to do that in all parts of the country. No, but with the glaciers we have here, with the altitudes we have here, and with the sheer level of precipitation we get all winter, um, there's definitely some places you can make some turns deep into the summer. And, well, glaciers uh, are helpful. They are very helpful, or glaciers, as they say. <laughs> Excuse in, uh, me. England. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the, the two places I'm familiar with in our neck of the woods are Whistler, where they have lots of people who ski in the summer mm-hmm. and mount hood mount hood, mount hood meadows Tim- timberline right that's in the country of what in the country of oregon the okay. people's republic of oregon <laughs> people's republic okay yeah, yeah it's in oregon and um otherwise um there, there's a couple other places that are known to stay open late my understanding of summer skiing is is in at mount hood it is so popular and it is so awesome that the only reason they shut down is because their forest service permit requires them to be closed for a few weeks yeah exactly they can't otherwise they could pretty much go year-round which is pretty awesome and um we're uh you know i i i've experienced it i've skied there a couple years ago it's a funny oh, yeah. story i was i was on my way to visit some friends in, in bend in central oregon and i had skis on top of the car Whoa. and i was taking kind of that route where you go through tri-cities and then drop down south oh yeah okay um I was doing uh, probably a good 90 in 65. That's fast in your VW yeah. bug. and got pulled over. <laughs> and then this cop did the whole, like, those are skis, son. You know, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, why do you have skis in your car in the middle of the summer out here in central Washington? I'm like, well, I'm you know, headed to Mount Hood to go skiing. He's like, all right. He goes, well, just try to keep it under 80. <laughs> so he was obviously a skier. That's the but, guy uh, I need to pull me over. Yeah. So have you done any summer i have um i've been to mount hood a few times probably four or five times actually it's been a while and one year i was so desperate for skiing in the summer that i sucked it up and i traveled all the way to new zealand but that doesn't count (laughs) because once you get there it's not summer it's winter that's that's true okay so 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 yeah i have but it's been restricted to mount hood okay i've been to whistler in the summer on family trips and really wished i would have brought my stuff but you know that really adds more than a few pounds of luggage to the right, summer trip. Right, for sure. And you're in summer mode when you're there anyways. Yeah. But uh, but we have uh, we have a guest here today. Yes, that we do. Has recently been to Mount Hood. That's right. So Very I recently. Will, I'll let you go ahead and introduce our guest. All and right. we can hear a little bit about yeah. what, what was like this summer up Slide there. Slide that mic over in front of him. And uh, so this is our friend. His name's Andrew. Go ahead and Hello. tell our listeners a little bit. Hey, I'm uh, Andrew Reed. All right, I'm Andrew. A, I'm a student at the uh, U of O. Nice. Business major. 
All right, you're a duck. Yeah, ducks. A business ducks. major. What what year are you? I'm a senior. Senior business major. So this is it. You're gonna get out yeah. in four years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Might Impressive. Be, you don't might, hear that very often. Might take the summer too, but that's all right. It'll count. Um. So yeah, I was uh, I was cruising Facebook a couple weeks ago, or maybe a week and a half ago, and. Andrew's mom's a Facebook friend of mine. And I saw that she had posted some pictures of a couple crazy dudes down summer skiing at Hood, and you were one of those. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, tell tell us a little bit about how uh, skiing down there came to be. Well, uh, a bunch of me and my friends from school, we all uh, skied most of the uh, winter term. You know. Yeah. Are you border or a skier? Uh, border. All yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. I snowboard, and so well, we kind of heard about skiing in a uh, Mount Hood, like. Okay late summer and we were like that's that'd be so cool just like never heard of you know going mid-august so i know it's it's just so strange because you know you're like out of ski mode you know or snow mm -hmm. mode when you're in the middle of the, especially a hot summer like this one yeah yeah and especially if we went to the last couple of days for like uh the other resorts around the area crystal mountain and the uh, yeah. bachelor and stuff. oh you did some late spring skiing yeah oh, some cool. late spring so we were kind of like really still stoked on it into late may and we had a great late season this we year. Did. Tons it was of inspiring. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Cool. So did did a group of you guys go to Mount Hood? Oh uh, yeah, it was supposed to be more of us, but it ended up just being me and my brother and uh one friend from school. Nice. So technically it's possible to do it as a day trip here. It would be a long day. It yes. would be a probably ultimately miserable day. How did you guys go about it? In a day or more than that? Uh well we drove down uh the night before, I have a friend who lives right outside of Portland. Oh, okay. Uh, about less than an hour from the mountain. Oh, so nice. Lodge. Which which town's he in? Uh, Gresham. Oh, yeah, Gresham yeah. Morgan. That's right down the hill from, from yeah. Hood. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So tell so you and your brother went down there. What'd you do? Uh, just stayed the night. We skateboarded a lot, so we kind of went late that night, skateboarded a little bit, and then crashed at his house. And then early in the morning, you know, six a.m., got up and went. All right. Headed the mountain. So what was that like? You've never summer skied before. What was it like approaching the mountain? It was strange because at first you see you, know, you see the, sn the snow at the top of the mountain, and you're like, that's not a lot. <laughs> when you get there, and there really isn't a lot. <laughs> it's like this little cap. On, it's like a snow cone. Huh? Yeah, a little yeah. snow cone. And then um, it's still warm out, very warm. But uh -huh. it, it is kind of brisk and early in the morning, um, more so than you'd think there yeah. might be. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, you get there, and you're like, first lift, there's not even any snow around. And you're like, are we still, is it coming? <laughs> where, where is it at? You get Do you remember it. the name of the lift? Um, I can't Doesn't remember. it take two lifts to get up there? It takes two lifts yeah. to get there. The first one, there's no snow below you, or this little. Okay, thin. so it's just pure transportation. Yeah, and then the second one, uh, it was named after so it was named after somebody. A oh, okay. Pioneer. I, I had it in my head. It's been more than a couple of years since I've been down there. That one of them is called the Miracle Mile or something like Miracle that. Miracle Mile, yeah. Is that one of them? I think okay. that's the first one that gets you up. That get the transportation one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what a strange deal. You get you get out of your car. You buy your ticket. You put on your board, and there's no snow under you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so was it like was there like a rubber thing on the mat or something when you got on the we lift just, we just walked right on to the oh, lift carried your board on? holding our board yeah oh, okay <laughs> a little weird you felt like i was gonna fall or drop it or oh, something yeah. yeah but uh no we oh totally weird all right and so um by the time you got to the top of the lift how were things shaping up um, that first lift so yeah about the first lift you can by the time you're there you can see all the snow in front and you're like okay this is i can manage this there's, okay. there's enough here but um this might really happen yeah <laughs> we might actually <laughs> snowboard today yeah yeah then you get 
by the time you're getting on the second lift, uh, you're strapping up and you're like the snow underneath, and you're like, all right, here we go. We got nice. enough. So we can make it work. So you're actually off. You're obviously you were carrying your board when you got on it. Mm-hmm. You get off. You're still carrying it. Yeah. And so that that's where you put it on. Right. There's snow there greeting you to get on the second lift. Yeah, not okay. a lot, but enough. All right, cool. <laughs> How crowded was it? Um, I mean, we didn't wait in line for the lifts okay. very much, but there was definitely a big crowd there. A Isn't lot. That something. Of, yeah. You I don't. You probably realized it. Did you hear like? you know foreign accents and stuff mm-hmm. yeah i saw a japanese team with yeah. a bunch of japanese kids and some people sound like they're from somewhere in eastern europe or yeah something. well yeah. it's there's not a lot of mountains open in the winter and that's yeah. that place attracts a lot of ski teams and some you know actual international racers and stuff mm-hmm. well that's cool so the three of you um get on the next lift and you get to the top and what was it like what kinds of things did you see as you're riding the lift well i mean it was the very beginning of the day was super icy just because it iced over the night before uh-huh. and it was not a lot of fresh snow. So we're going up and we're seeing a lot of people sliding out and <laughs> falling all over the place. And we're like, whoa. What <laughs> have like, I gotten myself into? Yeah. And there's a, a bunch of uh, teams of younger kids all getting ready for like uh, like a slalom style skiing oh, okay. training. So, yeah, there's like, you know, 20 or 30 kids. So y- when you got off the chair, um, there were – ski teams and snowboarding teams and stuff did they when i was there they had the place all divided in a number of different lanes is that kind of how it was yeah a bunch of lanes started off um i was on my snowboard and so they were kind of just pushing us to start the day first two or three hours where uh we were just kind of on the two outside lanes okay but um did it kind of look like a bowling alley from the top yeah Yeah, yeah, 20 20 (laughs) 20 lane alley straight across uh yeah a bunch of with a bunch of flags here and Mm -hmm. there okay cool and um so so those first couple runs what were they like first couple were uh i mean they were fast and they were kind of scary (laughs) took a fall and it was was icy and hard nothing like uh, slush freezing over yeah yeah Uh, it becomes it was it was a ice did it seem like they groomed it um, yeah, they definitely oh, groomed it, and that they had people going back with uh, like salt. Oh, okay. Sliding it up, yeah. But by uh, ten o'clock, it was nice and nice and soft and nice fun. And softened up and a little more uh, forgiving, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, how long did your day last? Uh, we got there early. It was like I want to say it opened at seven. We got there at seven thirty. Okay. Yeah, you were right there. Yeah, and then uh, we went to about twelve thirty, almost one. Okay. Yeah. So it was a longer day, but so so you went for a couple hours before it softened up and became more forgiving. Did um as the racer, I'm assuming that the racers kind of went in when the snow got mushy. Yeah, racers all went in. They have a train park they opened up about uh, ten o'clock. Oh, nice. uh, We were there for a while hanging out. Was it only reserved for like professionals before that, or was it just because it was too too firm? It was just too firm. They were. uh, Nobody was, it was, it was too icy and firm, too fast. So. <laughs> so where do you normally ski? Um, I, when I'm in Oregon, I usually ski uh, Bachelor. Oh, okay. It's closest to school. Okay. But um, back home, I live in uh, Gig Harbor. We uh, ski mainly Crystal. Okay. So the terrain park that was at Mount Hood, how did that compare to other terrain parks you've been in? It was pretty solid. Was it? Was, it? <laughs> it was pretty good, to be honest. Lots of cool rails and features, two big, big booter jumps. That, really? Yeah, decent size. And and so, um, what was the like? Were you guys the only one using them, or was there a pretty good uh, lineup for those features? Um, we didn't wait long in line, but there were people going through it. Yeah. There were some ta- really talented riders that 
Yeah. We, we came out. We were impressed by uh, some of the other Did people. you happen to recognize anyone, like, from the magazines or anything? Uh, I didn't. I didn't happen. You know, everyone's yeah. wearing their, you know, full Generic gear. stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Noticed that uh, you have to be, you can't, you have to be full. You can't wear a t-shirt even though it's 70 degrees out. Really? It's, it's uh, the ice falling it. Oh, yeah. It's the it worst. Hurts you. Rub you raw. It's like falling in gravel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what were you guys wearing? Um, I was in a long sleeve t-shirt yeah. and a pair of like ski overalls. Uh-huh. And, and so how did that, was that a good, a good choice for both the colder part in the morning and the warmer part of the afternoon? It was a little cold and wet I mean, yeah. at the start of the day, but it was really good once the sun came out. I was, I yeah. was that good. I had a friend who showed up in a t-shirt and he got tore up. So that's Did he? He's feeling his elbow or something? Yeah, I was oh, all gosh. back and stuff. That's, that's kind of how I realized. Like, <laughs> what about sunscreen? Uh, it was a must. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a must. I've learned from skiing in spring that I learned the hard way yeah, before. Yeah, huh? <laughs> you get burned twice as fast. And yeah, this, so. oh, all that glare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what were the views like up there? Mount Hood's a pretty notorious place. It iconic. Was spectacular. Yeah. Yes, these were. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, one eighty degree view from the top. You can see all sorts of different mountains nice. and all over the state of Oregon. We've had much. a great summer generally until these forest fire smokes fell in were you, st- were you there for a clear day it was a, yeah crystal clear day oh, nice. so okay but everything. then there's there's the sixty four thousand dollar question how is the smell <laughs> <laughs> sometimes mount hood has a really bad um sulfur smell if the wind's going the wrong way it wasn't too bad oh today. good nothing, all right nothing super uh, the wind must have been with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> wind was working with us today oh good very cool well um you think you're gonna go back yeah yeah uh for sure do you think you would ever go on did, did that trip to mount hood inspire you to want to go like to a different part of the world and go for a ski vacation someday yes i would love to do that would somewhere you? south uh, southern hemisphere southern right? yeah. hemisphere new zealand like you were saying that yeah. would be that'd be a lot of fun well that is that is so cool all right well andrew we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to come down and tell us telling us about your experience yeah no problem it's thanks fun. thanks so much it's been a great conversation yeah, thanks for having me. all right you bet thanks we're gonna round out our episode today with a great ski story but first a word from our sponsor the on the lift podcast is brought to you in part by radio parties Nobody knows how to party any heartier than Shushin boomers like you, right? So if you're planning a preseason party, a mid-season party, a post-season party, a birthday party, holiday party, company party, a just-because party, well, you get the idea. We have the perfect party music choice. It's our traveling, high-energy, fun-loving DJs. They have a great way of making any party huge. Call Radio Parties. 800-954-3535 800-954-DJ-DJ or email me directly at ric at radioparties.com Visit us at ontheliftpodcast.com where you can listen to back episodes of the podcast. You'll also find show notes, a feedback box, and our call-in number. Mike, it's early early season, or it's not even the season yet, it's preseason, so we're, we're still talking about buying stuff and getting the right gear for the season, and, and one thing that some people do is they decide they're going to just rent it for the season. That's right, and you know, rentals work great for skis, great for poles, the, the you know, variable is always boots. It is boots, you got to make sure those things fit right. So what I want to do is I want to tell you about a friend of mine, and a story related to his boots. 
No, this is Todd with two D's, right? This is Todd, two D's for this Todd. We have another ski buddy named Todd, one D for him. Somehow I don't think this would happen to 1D Todd. I don't think so. <laughs> but right. That's his new nickname, by the way, 1D Todd. <laughs> yeah, so Double D Todd. All right, so he was kind of a beginner. This is many years ago. As and we all were at some point. Yes, exactly. And uh, he had decided, well, skiing just kind of happened to him. He had the opportunity one day because a good friend of his named Joe was going skiing with me, and Joe asked if Todd could come along. So Todd... Um, asked, he said, sure, I'd like to try that. No lessons, no nothing. He, he didn't know what he was doing, but we went to the mountain and he rented stuff. And we, I kind of went and skied on my own. And when we came back, I, I checked on him a couple of times. He just had terrible equipment with really, you know, lousy edges and all that. And, and he was having a tough he, time. He just, he just had a bad time. It's like that South Park episode. You're going to have a bad day. You're going <laughs> to have a bad time. It's, it's exactly like that. And he kept complaining about how bad his feet hurt. So he went back in. He, I think he like traded his boots in a couple of different times. Could not get the right boots. So how did you think he was feeling about skiing at that point? Was this going to be like something that was for him, or was he kind of? Well, I was worried. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I was worried that his boots were ruining the experience. He'd never want to come back. Mm -hmm. But he did want to come back. Yeah. So we did it again, and he just kind of suffered through it again. Same crappy equipment that he rented directly from the mountain. But then I was so excited because I was up there on a Saturday. I was skiing with Jeff, one of, you know, you're my favorite mm -hmm. ski partners and one of our closest friends. And it was a sunny day. And I remember we were getting the top of Crystal Mountain on the top of the Rainier Exper Express chair. And I hear some guys behind me yelling, Lance. And it was Double D Todd. And he was with Joe. And he's with someone else, too. And I can't remember who it was. But at any rate... We waited for him when we got to the top. There were a couple chairs, a couple chairs behind us, and uh, so we get to the top, and I could tell that their skis, you know, their stuff was like shiny. It was yeah. like nice stuff. Right. So he was probably pretty excited about he his, was his, his gear this time. I think they were yelling at me because they wanted me to like pass approval on the yeah, gear. You right. Know? They wanted to say. Hey, Mr. Experienced Skier, look at this flashy stuff. Right, right. So was his skiing, did, did he have a little, like, um, I'm trying to think of the skiing equivalent of pep in his step, but <laughs> did he have a little extra spring in his turn? I mean, was he, yeah, he, he seemed to be having a, a good time. Yeah, well, I'm sure all, I could really, runs. all I could judge it by at, upon first appearance was, he popped right off that chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when he okay. offloaded, so he, he stood, offloaded he with the best of them. He stood up. He, he stood he, up without right. without Warren Millering it all yeah. over the place. Nice. You know, no one had to help him up. Right. It was he, great. He didn't go around he the bowl or yeah. into the netting. So okay. he pops up. I'm looking at him goggle to goggle, and I said something about the shiny gear. You know, nice stuff. Hey, all right. So he before anyone could say anything was so Why, thank you you know exactly <laughs> he he was I'm, I'm glad you noticed mindful of the boot problems in the past yeah he says yeah and these boots are the most comfortable things in the world i didn't think there was such a thing as comfortable boots right right <laughs> so naturally as a kind of a gearhead at the time too, I looked down hoping to you know see something that I was familiar with, and I looked at his boots, and I kind of shook my head because at first it was sort of hard to figure out what was going on. Then I looked. So you thought maybe there's some new. 
boot yeah maybe there was a new it just it just like hit me weird it's like it wasn't like if i just looked down at any yeah. other person's boots now he had gotten these off site yeah right? yeah oh he was oh they had mentioned that we yeah. got these at the mountain shop the mountain that's shop. the place to rent your boots s-h-o-p-p-e that's right and it's this no longer with us oh, in our lovely little shop, gig harbor though. yeah so he was really proud. Yeah, you get it local, right? So I, um, I looked down and it just took me a second. I was a bit transfixed by what I saw. And I said, those most comfortable boots in the world are yeah. on the wrong feet, Todd. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, comfort, yes, check. You know, if you, if you were doing a shootout in Powder Magazine yeah. if, or any of the magazines, you know, the check for comfort definitely check <laughs> definitely what about the performance <laughs> well, you know he'd been skiing for about four hours yeah, by that point i guess so So i guess he had that check so we try to you know we try to entertain you here on the live podcast but also we try to give you some information you can use yes. and that is if you're having a bad day and your boots aren't fitting right you know what and this is just such a life lesson put them on the other feet kids <laughs> you think Just swap those around you think you hate them now <laughs> you think you hate them now wait till you put them on the right feet. wait till you put them on the wrong feet <laughs> yeah. then you're gonna really hate them and yeah. so anyhow yeah double d todd was in love with the fit of these boots despite them being on the wrong feet yeah i'll say hey, mike um have you seen that that movie about dog shows best in show yeah i have that was by the uh <laughs> mighty wind uh Yep, yep. Spinal Tap, those guys, right? Those guys, yeah. And so it, it was kind of like that classic scene in the movie where it's revealed that the one dog handler guy, he really does have two left feet. <laughs> he's got two, you know, he seems like he has two left feet. Yeah. The, I mean, Wait okay, these were on the wrong feet, but it was kind of like <laughs> seeing a guy with two left feet. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, that's Double D Todd, my favorite story that I still now, 20-some years later, give him a bad time about, and he still swears that those were the most comfortable boots ever. Well, you know, at least uh, he, he probably has the skis in the wrong feet, but not as not as mission critical. So yeah. or poles in the wrong hands. I yeah, guess, maybe. But, yeah, yeah. He's one of our favorite folks to ski with as well. Part of one of our annual guide trips. All right, folks, that's about it for today. That's it. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend if you like what you heard, and uh, check yeah. us out at ontheliftpodcast.com. Tweet right. us at, at lift underscore on, and check us out on Facebook as well at On The Lift Podcast. That's right. And most importantly, subscribe. And second, most importantly, forward on our information to all your ski friends or people who are even remotely interested in skiing i think that they'll enjoy our funny stories and they can skip the first half if they're not serious about skiing <laughs> absolutely so for lance hester this is michael gore reminding you that the buckles go on the outside of your boots and we'll see you next time introduce yourself share your show ideas and give us a call at 253-260-4577 again 253-260-4577well, it's time to offload the final chair and end this episode of On The Lift Podcast. Bar up, tips up, sweep that hill, and see you next week. <laughs>